hello, hello, and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So I'm trying to get these podcasts out, y'all. So today, I want to talk about the jealousy in a narcissist. And I spoke about this before, but you know, as time goes on, obviously there's information. Um, I speak to people and, you know, different scenarios and things come about. And, you know, I do these podcasts to bring awareness so that you can kind of um, pay attention to the red flags and the things um, and the subliminal messages uh, that you will hear from a narcissist, right? So the jealousy within a narcissist runs deep. They are jealous of everyone, everything, uh, friend, dog, cat, your kids. They are jealous of everyone. Everyone you are in contact with, the narcissist is jealous of. And that is because the narcissist wants your full attention. They want your undivided attention at all times. It's, it, it's the craziest thing. And because a lot of them were abandoned when they were kids, and a lot of times they didn't get that love, that care, that nurture, that nurturing thing, that compassion, it, it's something within them that literally drives them insane. And they can't stand it. They can't stand that you have that light, that you are, as. and here's the thing, they are in a, you know, they fake a whole relationship with you. And these are your genuine qualities and characteristics. This is who you are. And you do it um, from a, a real authentic place. So narcissists, because everything about a narcissist is fake, they are jealous and envious of you. So they will try to destroy you and break you away from those characters, those characteristics and qualities, and they try to change you to become like them. It's so much to understand with narcissism. And this is why I always say this is not for the weak. Like you really have to sit back and step away from your feelings and your emotions and really try to process the mental disorder because you in your mind would think well if you were neglected if you were abandoned if you didn't receive love and care and compassion if you didn't receive love wouldn't you nat- wouldn't you want to give somebody or your child or a dog or a cat wouldn't you want to give the things that you didn't receive and that's not how it is with a narcissist the narcissists are broken and, and and like when I mean broken they're broken and there's nothing that you can do to fix it unfortunately uh, there's no medication and they can go to therapy but a narcissist from the time that they are broken that's that's literally it. They are shattered. So think about um, a child. You know, you have to go back because that's where it stems from. It stems from in the childhood. 
right? So uh, the child, you know, whenever they experience the trauma, that's where they are mentally. So can you think about what it's like arguing with a four-year-old? They don't comprehend on your level as a 30-year-old, you know? They may be an adult, but they are literally stuck in the with the mind of a four-year-old. Now they pretend they try to live normal lives, but mentally they are not all there. And you would see that when you try to have a conversation with them. You try to reason with them. They will become very argumentative. They will become very angry. They would blame shift, point the fingers. Uh, I mean, like some of the, some people will have like severe tantrums, throwing things, breaking things, storming through the house. Like I've encountered all of that. And so, you know, as I talk to people, like, you know, and here's another thing. You will forget a lot of things that you experience, but here's some red flags, right? When I first started dealing with the narcissist that I was with, and I was dealing with this person for over 20 plus years, so I've seen so many different parts of this person. But when I tell you I did not know there were red flags, I wish that somebody would have, you know, I, I wish that social media uh, was where it is today in terms of bringing awareness to narcissism. And so, trust me, I, I would have learned because nobody ever, you know, nobody knew what narcissism was. Nobody really was talking about narcissism. We talk about personality disorders. We talk about split personalities. We talk about all these other things, schizophrenia, bipolar disorders. We talk about so many things, but nobody really understood narcissism. And so... What back to what I was saying is that the narcissist that I was dealing with, I had a, I have my oldest daughter is not his child. So when we started dealing with each other and we eventually uh, moved in, he would say little things like, "Oh, you're 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 scared of your daughter, and oh, you let your daughter do whatever she wants." So oh, um. Uh, you know, he would always have little things to say about my daughter. Now, my daughter was quiet. My daughter didn't bother anybody. You know, as long as she had, she was spoiled. She was the only child. Understand, I was a young mother. Um, her father wasn't in her life. I really didn't have any support from his side of the family. Uh, my family's not the perfect family, but at least they was there to help me with her. But in terms of him, now that I'm aware of narcissism, he was literally trying to triangulate me with my daughter and literally try to turn me against my daughter. He was literally trying to coerce me to abandon and neglect my daughter, how he was abandoned and neglected. Do you see how that works? By trying to do little things. And I'm like, and I, and I remember um, he must have said something to me that really set me off. And I said to him, I said, listen, my daughter is my daughter. And at the end of the day, if somebody got to go, it's not going to be my daughter. It is going to be you. And once I kind of put him in his place, that was it. They never really had a, a good relationship. They never really had... Um, a good bond like she tolerated him but she didn't like him and um 
again, you know, I was young. I was unaware. I, I didn't know any better. But now that I have, you know, gone through what I've gone through, I've done the therapy, I've done the research, and I'm in this space now where I can speak about it, I understand and I see the red flags. You see what I'm saying? He was trying to cause a divide. He was trying to make me ab- abandon my daughter. And then as I had more children, I have two children with him. Um, I saw how he was very jealous of my kids, very jealous of the, you know, the, how I was so loving towards them and nurturing and caring and how we would laugh and joke and, you know, just the bond that we had and we just go everywhere together and we did everything. And we kind of, believe it or not, we were in the same household, but it felt better when he wasn't there. It felt better when he wasn't around. It was, um, it was more like us against him. That's the kind of dynamic that it, and it was the strangest thing. Um, and you know, he, he would be there for certain things, but you could tell he, he just wasn't invested. You could tell like he just wasn't, um, that's not, you can't put something in somebody that's not in them. And he would always be so jealous of my kids. I remember another time where my kids needed beds and okay. Uh, you know, I, I work, I, I made decent money. I was working for the city. So, um, back at that time I went to like Raymore and Flanagan and I bought my kids bed. I must've spent like a couple of thousands and he came across the receipt and he was pissed. He was like, Oh, you could have bought a car. For, for the amount of money you spent on buying a bed. I said, well, I'm going to buy my kids decent beds, quality beds made out of wood so that way it could last long. Like, what the hell do you care? Like, you, it's not your money. And, and it's little things like that. Like, you could tell because they never got certain types of treatment when they were kids or because they didn't have parents who invested in them or cared about them or poured into them or cared about their education or you could tell just pay attention to the subtle clues and the little things that they say they're not going to tell you a lot about their childhood they're not going to tell you a lot about a a, a lot of what they have experienced because those are memories that they just really don't want to bring up and I understand that but in order to heal you have to address the things that's hurting you but narcissists they can't do that they avoid accountability they avoid um dealing with their hurts their pains their trauma their shame they avoid it like a like 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 the plague okay so you will see them do these things in when when things when you as you deal with them and you see certain situations and and you know certain scenarios play out you know you in your mind you can't make sense of it but this is the reality for the narcissist and this is what make this is what fuels their jealousy this is what fuels their envy they are jealous and envious of their own children it is the craziest thing to experience and to witness another time um you know my kids were active played sports played you know they were into everything and you know he he was just 
you know, get angry at times, you know, and he would say little things like, oh, you know, my, my parents never came to my games or my, because like if, you know, where I live, if we don't, we don't have public transportation here like that. So if we don't drive them and pick them up, how are they going to get to where they need to go? And he would get irate. He, you know, he he didn't want to pick anybody up. He didn't want to drop anybody off. Um, he had other things to do. We were, you know, we were um, messing up his schedule. We were messing with his plans. It was always something. You know, he he never kept the job. So he was working days. He was working nights. He was working weekends. He was working all kind of crazy shit. Like it just never, it was, he was never reliable. He was never a reliable source for me or for my children so when it came down to it it was just like well what are you here for you know like like you don't you you're not invested you don't care about anything or anyone but yourself so why are you here narcissists do not care and because of their jealousy because of their deep-rooted insecurities because of you know because they didn't get that love that care that attention because their parents neglected and I'm telling you they do it to their children another example um like Christmas time the the narcissist I mean when it came down to anything it was I had to you know make it happen I had Christmases birthdays holidays special occasions proms uh dances whatever it is when I tell you bare minimum bare minimum Um, you know, if he even bought school supplies, it was just like, it it, it was just like bare minimum if he did something. And then when he did do something, he wanted like the red carpet treatment. He wanted it to be like a rollout, like special event. Like I was supposed to like praise him for being the best dad in the world. And I'm looking at him like, you lost your mind. Like you, you, you're nuts. And he's like, you know, and then he would get mad and be like, oh, well, at least I did something. Well, shit, if this is all you got, then you could keep it because it's, it's not enough. I was literally at the point where I was about to go sell my ass in the street because what are you here for? And then, God forbid, if I ever would have went out and found another man to pay my bills and take care of me and my kids and do, then it would be a whole different scenario. I'm not that kind of person. However, I can stand on my own two feet, but it makes no sense why I am here in a household with you, quote unquote, with your children. And I'm struggling like this. Like it, 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 it does not make any sense. The narcissist is not in, does not have interest in, you know, how the kids are raised, how they're reared. They just want to walk, they want to walk around with the mindset of a king, but they're really the pauper. Like they, they, like they're really more like the outside help and they just come inside to, to help here and there. And then you send them back outside. They, they, they have no, um, they have no desire to be the head of the household or to do have any type of interactions or investments in you or the children in the household. When I say bare minimum, I mean bare minimum. Another example on how deep rooted the insecurity is, is um, when my, my daughter was pregnant with my granddaughter and we found out it was a girl. You know, this man literally says, he says, oh, 
well, that's it for me. I might as well leave because I'm going to be at the bottom of the totem pole because now it's going to be all about her. And I'm like, you a grown ass man. How are you comparing yourself to a newborn? Uh, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when you get a newborn. Yeah, this is a the first grandchild. Uh, you know, we're all at, you know, at a place in our life where, you know, it's a new baby coming and we're all excited. And yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But narcissists, like if you understand, narcissists hate children. Don't be fooled. They hate children. Because children are a painful reminder of who they are, what they have experienced, and what they did not get as children. It's a painful reminder for them. And these are the things that fuel their anger, fuel their jealousy, fuel fuel their hate. Um, you know, I also had the, the narcissist, his sister, His sister lived with me for, you know, off and on for a few years. And when I tell you, just the way she used to, you know, I can see the jealousy in her when it comes to my daughters. Um, You know, my daughter, my middle daughter, my oldest daughter, you know, my oldest daughter is about her business, you know, but you could tell my oldest daughter, she don't care. You know, she like what she like and she, she works, she's independent. She's going to spend her money and she's going to buy her, her Gucci, her Louis. She's going to buy her whatever she got. And you know, that's her business. She do what she do. Right. My middle daughter, my middle daughter is the tomboy. You know, she's just more like, I just need some, you know, this is what I need. This is what I want. I'm good. She don't stress for nothing more, nothing less. You know, she's easy breezy. You know, she, she don't really deal with, she's not into labels and she just like what she like and that's it. She just wants what she wants and she's comfortable. Now my, my youngest daughter, that's the drama queen. That's the one right there. So that's the one right there. You know, she's over the top. She's loud. She's rambunctious. She is, has to be heard. She has to be seen. She is flashy. She's all about the bling. Yeah, she's fabulous. She's, she, she gets a little bit of that from her mama. However, you know, she, she's very obnoxious in her ways, but she's very loving. You know, she's always like, mommy, come give me a hug. Mommy, come lay down with me. Mommy, give me a kiss. Mommy, how was your day? Like, very affectionate. Like, you know, my kids show love in different ways, but my youngest... You know, she's that one. You know, she's like all about her mama. She's like, don't mess with my mama. It's going to be problems. Like, if you you mess with my mama, I'm coming for everything. And I'm snatching you. And you don't, listen, just know I'm coming. And so, you know, she she would always get very jealous of my daughter. Like, oh, you, 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 oh, you, you, oh, you so extra. Why you got to be so and why you gotta always be, you know, she would get mad when my daughter would hug me, mad when my daughter would kiss me, you know, mad when, you know, we just interacted that way. And I'm just looking at her like, you know, I, and I understood where her jealousy and stuff like that came from because she never had that. But you can have that, just not in the way that you want it, you know. You can get a hug. You can get a kiss. You still can have that. But it's, I mean, I understand I'm, I'm not her mother and you know, I understand. But again, the way the mind of the narcissist works because they are who they are, 
they can't move past. You know, they are stuck at that trauma. When I say stuck, literally, that's where, how should I say it? That's where they died. But that's how morbid it is. That's whenever they, whenever the trauma started, that's where their growth stopped. That's where their development you know they call it arrested development that's where everything stopped and they morphed and transformed into this narcissist the child narcissist who grows up to become the adult narcissist and when they have become the adult narcissist they have literally adapted to who they are that dark side, you know, the the angry side, the depressive side, the jealous, the envy, the manipulation, the lying, and all the things, things that they have to do, because this is how they get attention. Understand, narcissists need, want attention, and they do not care how they get it, good or bad, they need attention. And this is why they get angry and jealous Anybody that's taking away an ounce of attention from them, they were trying to find a way to get that person out of your life or to do things so that that person could be like, you know what, no, let me just, let me, let me fall back and I don't really want to be, because, you know, this is why you lose a lot of your friends. This is why you don't really be around your family members. This is why, um, you know, things... You, you will see things, you know, people will start, you know, distancing themselves from you. And, you know, it, it's, it's the craziest thing. It, it's the craziest thing. And, and like I said, I've had conversations with several people after I left the narcissist and they told me different situations and things that they picked up on. And I was, just, it, it blew my mind. And I'm like, wow, like, this is crazy. But, you know, the narcissists, they do these things in the most subtle ways and they do it so that, um, you know, it don't seem like it's intentional. You know, they try to chip away at, at little things. And this is why, like, if you have a, if, you know, you're in a relationship, quote unquote, with them and you have a friend who's single they would try to coerce you not to hang out with that friend. Oh, she just want to go to the bar because she just want to shake her ass and she just want attention and she just want to be, you know, sleeping around with men. And So you can't tell the narcissist. Do not tell. If you're still dealing with the narcissist, do not tell the narcissist your friend's business. You can't tell them anybody's business, believe it or not. Because you would, and you would see in ways that they'll take your words and turn it around and use it against you and now try to manipulate you and coerce you not to deal with that person. Because here you are, you're not like, you know, people are human. People do what they do. You, you can't control what people do. And if you're single, by all means, you have every right to go out and date, enjoy your life and have fun. And, you know, if you want to sleep around with people, that's your business. But if you choose to be in a committed relationship, then, yeah, you might change your ways. But a narcissist, because of who they are and because of the things that they do, 
and how they lie, how they cheat, how they manipulate, how they coerce people, how they're abusive and how all of the things they think that people are the same way that they are. They cannot see people and view people any other way. And this is how they rationalize things in their mind. And so they become jealous because they think that that friend or whoever is going to make you go out there and cheat on them. Make you go out there and do all kinds of whatever because these are the things that they do. So when I tell you that jealousy and that envy is deep-rooted and deep-seated in a narcissist to the point where you would feel like that narcissist hates you. This is why they will accuse you of doing things. And then here you go, not understanding, completely unaware. You try to do everything in your power to not appear that way in the eyes of the narcissist because you know that number one is going to be an argument it's going to be some kind of explosive fight um you're you're not cheating you're not out there you know looking for anybody you just might want to go out and listen to some music and have a good time they would you know try to make you you know dress less desirable you know not get your hair done not do your nails not wear makeup you know, not do, you know, go places with your friends, not do anything. And before you know it, you're not living your life. You're living the life that they want you to live. Basically isolated, stuck in the house, possibly doing everything in the home, possibly distracted and taking care of the kids that they don't want, that they don't like, that they literally have abandoned while they go off and do whatever it is that they want to do and leave you at home. And they want to give the illusion and appear like everything is all perfect. This is the, this is when I say the jealousy and the envy of a narcissist, the, the worst thing you can do is have a jealous person around you. When I tell you, it is the, oh man. So, you know, like I said, I have encountered several narcissists in my life and, 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 and trust me, I've had, you know, people who were quote unquote friends who, you know, I I came to realize that they were narcissists, very jealous, um, very envious. Um, they would say little sidebar comments and, you know, you could tell like if anything goes good for you or if you have a happy moment or you experience anything, how they would try to downplay it, how, um, they would make it seem like they're happy for you, but you can tell that they are really not happy for you. Narcissists are not happy people. They're not happy with themselves. They're not happy with their lives. You cannot expect a narcissist to come in and be happy for you. They would, like I said, it does not matter. You could be, you could have the highlight of your life and they would come in and they would say something underneath there, you know, like just do something to just ruin your day, ruin your moment ruin a birthday, ruin a holiday, embarrass you. You know, they would fake a illness. They'll faint. They'll do just all the, because they just want to steal your moment. They want to create 
this, this, how should I say it? They just don't want you happy. They don't want you happy because they are secretly jealous of you and they hate you for it. They hate you. I don't care what, I don't care who it is. When you start to pay attention to these types of red flags and you see these things in people, if you can, keep them at bay. Don't tell them your happiness. Don't share anything with them. Don't tell them, listen to me. Keep them as far as possible because they will they are only there to steal and dampen they want you to leave a bad t- they want you to have bad memories they don't want you to have happy memories think about it you could be in you could be at home you could be wherever you know you could be doing something and then here goes the narcissist will find something to argue about something to nitpick about you know they'll purposely call you oh i don't think you should wear that you look fat or um oh yeah like you know i have thick legs my the narcissist that i was dealing with he was like oh oh your legs are getting bigger and i'm like okay and who don't like thick legs (laughs) because listen there's a quite a few guys that I know that's way was was lined up and waiting for these thick legs. What? Well, if you want a size two, then go get you a size two, boo. Cause, <laughs> cause trust me, I had to curve a lot of men, a lot of men, from these thick legs. Don't let these narcissists fool you and make you feel insecure about yourself or make you feel like something is wrong with you because it's not you. It's them. Yeah, you might gain two pounds, but shit, I've seen bigger women holding down a man. So what does that say? There's somebody for everybody. As long as you are comfortable with you and loving you and happy with you, who cares what the narcissist has to say? Who cares what they think? I'm telling you. I'm telling you this because I've lived it. That narcissist is jealous of you. They hate your light. They hate your joy. They hate your love. They hate your love, your, your nurturing. They hate your compassion. They hate your empathy. And even though you will show them the empathy, the love, and the compassion, they hate it. Because they don't understand how you had the capacity to love them. Because guess what? They don't love themselves and they don't feel that they're worthy of love. Especially not the kind of love that you give. They don't feel worthy. So yeah, they're going to hate you. Because they don't understand how you still try to love them. Even though they are broken. They know they're broken. It's a sad thing to deal with a narcissist and to see, you know, the how this, like the mental disorder... There's nothing you could do about it. It's not you. Just know the worst thing you can do is to have a jealous and envious person around you. 
Because what happens is you would try to diminish and dim your light because of their insecurities to help them, to build them up, to show them like, listen, those things don't matter to me. You you are looking at things that don't matter. Those things are irrelevant. But see, those things are irrelevant to you because you naturally have them. But the narcissist, they are jealous and envious of you and they hate you and they hate it because they don't have it. And they could never get it regardless of what they do, where they go, how many people they sleep with. They will never have it. That's sad. That is sad. So I hope this brings you some clarity, some understanding. Please pay attention to the red flags. And trust me, when a narcissist talks, they talk in riddles and they talk in codes. But trust me, when you learn to decipher what they are saying, you would understand that they mean everything that they say and is coming from a space of hurt because they are jealous and envious of who you are and what you are wishing you nothing but love and light stay blessed